Well, hello to everybody at home listening to the Ordinary Church Podcast. Uh, this is Connor, and I'm here with Pastor Mike. Um, difficult days in our country right now. And so, uh, Mike, I just want to ask you essentially this question. How is it that Christians should be responding right now to everything that's happening in America and all of the uh, voices that are coming through very loudly? Wow. Right. Um I would just say this, you know, it's kind of like my pastoral prayer on Sunday, last Sunday. Um, It was one of lamenting. I think every Christian right now should be lamenting and weeping. That I think that we lament and weep over the sin in our own hearts. I think we lament and weep over the sin uh, that we see just running rampant. uh, And the hatred and the vitriol and the just the many things our eyes and ears see and hear during this time. And, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot, but we don't, we don't want to cross lines. We don't want to dishonor God. And there are plenty of things we could say. You know, there's plenty of things we have, a lot of personal opinions, a lot of strong opinions. But I think for right now, I would say trust God, be wise, be biblical, be empathetic. Empathize with other people, even if they're wrong. Just say, okay, you know, I was quoting uh, what in Job recently where it's uh, Job says, don't you know that the words of the despairing man belong to the wind? And the idea is just let him fall to the ground. Let him blow in the wind. And we're going to say a lot of things when we're distraught that we regret. Now, that doesn't excuse sin. That doesn't excuse sin. For a Christian, I think Ephesians 4.29 is helpful, very instructive. Let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth. But only such a word is as good for edification according to the need of the moment, that it may give grace to those who hear. And you break that down. It's like, don't let a rotten word come out of your mouth. And also, make sure that it is according to the need of the moment. So you're doing some check downs here, okay, like a quarterback looking for receivers to throw to. Well, let's see. Um, is that according to the need of the moment? Even if it, is it helpful? Maybe it's not, even if it's true. And then giving grace to those who hear that I would actually be encouraging someone in a Godward focus or if what I'm putting out there is my response, because a lot of people say you got to respond and they're just speaking words or writing words. That is an act. That is a response, right? We're not saying we're going to, you know, you could march, you could protest, but you could also write. And a lot of Christians I know, they're so far removed geographically from maybe the epicenter of things. They're more speaking and acting, not always wisely. I mean, I've read a lot of things that I'm cringe at, and I mm-hmm. think, oh, in a better moment, you would have thought different. And you know that's on the public record forever now. Even if you delete yeah. your you know, account, you know yeah. that that's on the public record, right? Um, so I'm very careful with my words, and I know you are too, and uh, we're not perfect with our words. Mm-hmm. But how do we respond in a moment right now as Christians? We, we lament, we weep, we trust God. We, we, th- we, we, we cry out to God for mercy. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I appreciate what you say about even if people, whether people are right or wrong, the grief is real. And um, that even that verse, just to weep with those who weep, that doesn't put any kind of qualification on whether they're weeping for the, the right cause mm-hmm. or the wrong cause. Um, maybe just, just to, if you could unpack a little bit more for us, how, how can I, when I just feel like there's so much that I have to say, it's like there's something burning inside of me. Can you just talk us through how do we be patient as believers and try to hold our tongue and just mm-hmm. wait? What does that look like? What does the Bible have to say about that? Sure. 
Well, first of all, can we just admit that we don't hold our tongue and we don't wait <laughs> and that our problem in this moment, you want to talk about the moment is that we don't shut our mouths. You know, I don't, others don't. And I think, you know, we say, we got to speak out. Really? Really? You know, I mean, uh, there's a, there's a movement now that if pastors don't speak out and say certain things, they don't get the thumbs up from the right or the left. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm not playing to my base. Mm. I want to I want to trust God and, and preach the word and bring it to bear right now, but not so that you're going to feel good about your position, um, because you know I might hold a position that you don't you don't hold. And people, I think we live in the you know you remember a couple of years ago when it was like you couldn't say certain words, um, and I'm talking like just normal words, okay? Like the language had changed so much that everyone's feelings got hurt over mm-hmm. everything. I'm not talking about using derogatory, egregious words. I'm talking about just Words in general, okay? Words with friends. Yeah. <laughs> what happens is we live in such a hypersensitive culture. We need to be aware. So we don't say certain words anymore, right? Okay, so we're being hyper aware. But now it's like everything's about feelings and everything's about how I feel. And you need to know how I feel because that makes me feel better. <laughs> how does it help you? I guess mm-hmm. I would be thinking uh, Philippians 2, 3, we looked at that. That verse says, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. That means don't do it just for what you're going to get out of it or what you think you need to do. Like, pause, take a breath, just just calm down, everybody. I guess that's part of it is, like, if we want to be biblical, let's not say everything that's on our minds, mm-hmm. right? Let, let, let me take you to a few uh, verses in the, in the Bible, like, Proverbs 18, 13, if one gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame. So wait, don't rush to judgment. You know, uh, Proverbs 17, 27 and 28, whoever restrains his words has knowledge. He who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. Wow. But whoever restrains his words has knowledge. So I think for Christians right now, you know, when you choose to speak out, think about what you're actually saying, the ramifications. Now, the problem is, and I, I said this last week to someone, I said, you know, I wish that we would think before we spoke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, we actually do. What we do is we do think before we speak. And we just don't care sometimes. Yeah. And there's so many people that are posting things right now where I'm like, I'm, you know, you, you hold your head in your hand. You're just like, no. <laughs> and, and not because I disagree with you, because... You're like ruining your reputation. Like, do you really want to be known to be that person, right? So I think some of it, some of the things that are being said right now and, and responded, I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you led that person to say that. You know, whatever race they're a part of, whatever, we're all a part of the human race, by the way. But if you're black or white or whatever you are, you know, what you say matters. And I think that when you... When you take into consideration that you want to honor God, uh, there are plenty of things I'm reading and writing right now uh, where I'm like, I read it and I'm like, yes, I, I agree. Others are like, I don't agree. So then I write something. I write some things that I don't agree with. And I don't show anyone, okay? <laughs> I just process it between me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then there's other things I write and I'm like, I want to say this and I'm going to be really careful on because I don't want to go condemning other people and falsely judging them and having unrighteous anger and doing other sinful choices. That has no place in a Christian's life. So I think what we should be doing all the time, like Luther said, repent as a lifestyle. There's a lot of things we need to repent of. 
And it's not what you point your finger at and tell me that I need to repent of. Mm -hmm. It's what God in his kindness, right? Romans 2. What God in his kindness leads me to repentance Mm -hmm. about. And I think uh, if if we're going to listen to our good, close friends, they'll have a little bit of a finger on the pulse of where we're at, and they'll they'll point it. I have so many people in my life that are telling me all the time where I'm wrong. I'm so thankful. Mm. So thankful. Mm. But what that helps me do is I don't have to listen to... You know, maybe people who don't know me that want, that think I'm wrong. People who know me, they know how wrong I am. They've got the pulse. Yeah, <laughs> well, they got yeah. the pulse, and, and they can they can pinpoint it a lot better. Yeah. So I think, look, trust God, be wise, listen to reasonable people. Um, as you notice, that listeners, Connor and I are not. We're not doing this. We're not coming down on one side or the other. We're on everybody's side. I mean, we're on we're on the human race's side. We're on God's side. We're mm-hmm. on the gospel side. Jesus is the answer. A friend of mine, you know, on Blackout Tuesday posted the, the blackout picture with a white cross in the middle, just a, mm-hmm. a, a stark white cross, mm-hmm. and said something like, Jesus is our only hope. I'm like, amen, amen. my sister in Christ, amen. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Jesus is our only hope. Mm-hmm. And blessed are the merciful, so let's be merciful, right? Let's yeah. honor Jesus and be merciful to people. And like you said, like just because someone's spouting out maybe things that are really, really egregious, you got to stop and go, what's going on in their heart? And do I care more about their eternal soul than I do their momentary lashing out? I want to be more about someone's eternal soul. So maybe you would yeah. just absorb the hits, okay, yeah. verbal or otherwise, and then say, okay, you know, I'm going to be self-controlled. But I want to actually help this person, Lord, you know, cry out to God in the midst of it and say, how can I help? Like, I'm crushed right now. Your heart's crushed. My heart's crushed. Mm-hmm. You watch the videos online. Mm-hmm. You watch the George Floyd stuff. And you're just, I, I cry. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no. I was, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I'm just like, no. And so I'm crying out to God. And at the same time, I'm like, Lord, what? Do, how do I respond? Mm-hmm. And then I look around and I see mm-hmm. this response, that response, other responses. And mm-hmm. you know I've posted one thing this whole time. <laughs> and it's reposting from a friend of mine. Yeah. Something that I think was really apropos. But plenty of things I've liked that I've seen. I just don't feel the need that I have to respond to everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something we can tell our listeners is don't feel pressured by the peer pressure to respond to everything or to say a certain thing that will make you look like the person who's right Mm. in whatever realm you operate, right? It doesn't matter what side of the coin you're on or what side of an argument you're on. I think just look, God is the judge. He's just, one day, you know, every wrong will be made right, right? Every crooked thing made straight, every injustice rectified. But what do we do until that day? Micah 6, 8, right? Micah 6, 8. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks so much, Pastor Mike. Uh, Super helpful listeners. Hope that was helpful to you. A good time to just be praying, crying out to God, praying that he would get glory for himself during this time he always is. Amen. So that's encouraging. Thanks, Pastor Mike. Again, listeners, we will uh, talk to you next time. Let's pray. Let's pray oh, before we do this. Can we pray. just let me please let me close yeah. in prayer? Lord, we just come before you in a time when our hearts are torn in so many pieces and in so many directions. This is a time to lament and to weep and to cry out to you for mercy, Lord. Have mercy on us for our unjust thoughts and actions, our unrighteous anger, our condemnation of others, our false judging, our hatred. 
Lord, in, in the place of, of sin, put mercy and grace and love. Bless all our brothers and sisters in every place and may the gospel go out with clarity and strength and boldness and humility, extreme humility in us, through us, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For those listening, God bless you. Uh, have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.